Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas and experiences. I recently was invited to a Christmas party at one of my colleagues' homes. She's actually the colleague who I mentioned a few podcasts back, and she used to be a professional chef in Chicago. At some point, she's going to teach me how to make Julia Child's beef burgundy stew, because she was actually trained in making that. This colleague actually just moved into a house that's about three homes down the street from where I live. Anyways, we're having a potluck secret Santa party with our other colleagues from the spa that I work at. As I've talked about in the past, I used to, and still do occasionally, isolate too much. Isolation is, for the most part, in my opinion, it's not healthy, and there's a difference between being a homebody and isolating. Isolating is usually out of fear or anxiety or maybe just a fear of putting your foot in your mouth, things like that. It depends on what your mental state or point of view is. Myself, I tend to isolate out of fear of putting my foot in my mouth or not understanding certain social cues or norms. I think this stems from my complex PTSD from youth, but it doesn't mean you can't try and grow and get outside more. So that is what I'm doing by going to this gathering in December. I'm going to make meatballs, by the way, for the gathering. On another note, I wanted to talk a little bit about thankfulness, since we are in Thanksgiving week. I'm going to list 10 things that I am really thankful for, just to share and maybe give you an idea of things that you could be thankful for. I had recently been dwelling on some negative things and feeling a little bit hopeless, and by focusing on what I'm lucky to have, put me in a better state of mind. My top 10 list of things I'm thankful for is the following. People who have helped me in regards to past issues that I have had. That definitely includes the therapist who diagnosed my complex PTSD. It also includes my high school math teacher who helped me see that something was wrong with my home life when I was a teenager. It also includes friends, clients, family, local support groups, and colleagues who have helped me when I was in tough times or needed help figuring things out. My second one is my bike and public transportation. They are great to have if your car ever breaks down, and that happened to me a year ago. I'm lucky to have a great bike, and the bus stops just across from where I live. My car is the most preferable option, as it probably is for most people. My third one is my two jobs, careers, my education, and this podcast. Those are all kind of careers together. I'm thankful to be a licensed massage therapist, and I'm thankful to have my bachelor's degree in history and philosophy, and have my second job in historic preservation. I worked really hard for all of that. I am also thankful to be able to do this podcast and share my experiences of living with complex PTSD with you all. My fourth one is my weight trainer. So I did weight training at the beginning of the year, which I've talked about a lot. My weight trainer was wonderful, and he was strangely very relatable. He actually used to live on the same street as I did in the same town that I grew up in. He shared very personal things with me during training about his past, things that I'm not going to share here. He's very inspiring, and at some point I need to reach out to him and send him a thank you letter of some sort. 
Number five is my actual weight training equipment that I have at home and my health. I'm glad I saved up money and bought my own trap deadlift bar. I bought my own kettlebell and my own bench and dumbbells. These are at my, my home and I can use them anytime I want. They've really helped me keep in shape and support my back. Number six, my downfalls in life because they inspire me to be better and I learn from them. We all have setbacks in life or maybe a breakdown or something that might wear us down. These things can really make you better if you choose to look at it in that way. You can gain the ability to understand why you had a downfall and then possibly help others if they're going through the same thing. For instance, I turned my traumatic experience into an actual theater production a few years ago, and it was actually produced and put on for a live audience. And it, um, and it was all based on what I went through growing up. Others in the audience found parts of it very relatable. There was actually people crying because they were moved by it. Number seven, historical or living figures who I find relatable. The first one I always think of, and I have since early college, is Vincent Van Gogh, mostly because he struggled so much and people still remember him. Another one is Ernest Hemingway. Another one who's living today, two of them, three of them, Ruby Wax, who's a comedian and a mental health um, speaker in London, and Jennifer Saunders, who's a comedian and actress in London. I'm also going to add here the celebrity Paris Hilton to this list after learning that she has PTSD from long-term abuse that she went through in boarding school. Um, So she's relatable in that sense, the PTSD. Number eight, I'm thankful for my belongings, everything in my apartment, which is self-explanatory. Number nine, I'm thankful for local stores and eateries. Where I live, there's actually a lot of really nice options of places for me to eat and shop, and they're very affordable. Number 10 is my home. It's affordable, practical, and it's located between both of my jobs. Those are my top 10. Now to the other point I want to mention today. I recently came across a show on Netflix that I had never heard of before. It's actually from 2018, but I have a feeling it's one of those timeless shows that people will still like 20 years from now. It's about a man and woman who both have had traumatic experiences. The woman is played by Emma Stone, and the guy is played by Jonah Hill. It's called Maniac. When I first heard their title, I thought it would be about something much more sinister, but it actually was much more upbeat and comedic, although it does have a few hard-to-watch scenes in it. Those scenes are there, I think, as a metaphor for the depths of what these two are feeling. I just fast-forwarded through the violent parts, but I understood the message. The main point of the program was all about a pharmaceutical experiment created by a mad genius. And Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, whose names are Owen and Annie, they are part of this experiment, which they refer to as a trial. The trial is intended to sort of release them from their past trauma that neither of them can seem to get over. This is very relatable to PTSD or complex PTSD because it really holds us back at times, like it never leaves us. But in this movie, they have to go through these three trials where they are taken into a group study and they go into a virtual world. Each world relates somehow to their trauma, but it's in like a different time period. 
Some of the virtual worlds are just completely out of this world, but at the end of each episode it makes sense what it was all about. The final trial is known as confrontation, or the C-pill. As I know, and you probably know too, confrontation is something I do not like, especially confronting the people who initiated trauma. But that's what they have to do in the experiment. It's really interesting to watch. Emma Stone's character is diagnosed with borderline personality disorder in the beginning, and she can't get over a traumatic car crash where her sister died. Jonah Hill's character is diagnosed with possible schizophrenia and extreme cowardice, and he is being manipulated by his own family to lie for his brother because his brother is going on trial for assaulting a woman. Jonah's stress is similar to my own in that it comes from those closest to me. The ending of the movie is really good, by the way. It's a very, very unique show. That is most of what I want to share today. Have a good Thanksgiving. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.